Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel that you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Today I'm extremely pleased to be with my friend Juanita Wilson, who spearheaded the fabulous At 50 movement and also is an active volunteer for the Canadian Diabetes Association and more. Welcome Juanita to the show. Oh, welcome. Thank you, Christine. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. I'm I'm very happy. I met you last week and it was a pleasure really to meet you too. Now, Today we are on the phone, which is fine. Tell me a bit about your story and how you became who you are today. I started Fabulous at 50 um, two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And how I come to about with Fabulous at 50, because I was looking for a position that I could do from home, but something that had to do with event planning and reaching out to other women mm-hmm. in my community. And I felt a great need here in New Brunswick, and I know Nova Scotia probably has a need, too, of making connections with other women. Yeah, so connection I, is very important for our general mental health and well-being. It is. Mm. It sure is. And, you know, we all have so many friends on Facebook, but you don't get that energy you feel is when you meet per, in person or connect at an event, like such as we did on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I joined Fabulous at 50. It was started Fabulous at 50 in Edmonton, Alberta, 10 years ago by a lady called Diana Bowes. And she felt the need there uh, for a woman with making connections. Mm-hmm. So she started up the movement. And right now we have a community director in Edmonton, which is her. And we have one in Calgary. And we also have me, the only community director in New Brunswick. So I'm honored mm-hmm. to bring my group to together and meet as a community. We offer many, many events that bring people together. Now, the the purpose of the Fabulous at 50 is obviously to host events that bring people together. Now, what inspired you to become a part of that movement and what inspired the movement in the first place? Uh, I mean, it's not just that we need to connect. There must be some more substance behind it, I'm sure. Yeah, well, Diana Bowes felt the need, like I said, to connect other women. She started having uh, just a little meet-up group in her house with a few ladies, and they mm-hmm. all got talking and said, where do you go to meet other people? So she felt the discord between ladies because you could never, you know, go to meet people. So she she started with having a small event, and then she started doing a trade show and things like mm-hmm. that. And 
shopping parties, different things that eventually brought women together. And Fabulous at 50 just is amazing. And it inspired me because I work for a boys and girls club and I was uh, responsible for um, doing all the events. So I had to fund, like, do the fundraising events for the club. So I knew my my um, expertise was in planning events. Yeah. So as I was saying, when I went to look for employment that I could do from home, I went online and I found Fabulous at 50. And it was to host events, bring women together. But we also em- empower and educate and inspire the baby boomer woman to live a life of passion and purpose because everybody feels that desire to thrive but you know you don't have other people connecting with you to get you there then you feel alone a lot of time yeah that really addresses the loneliness of many women when the baby boomer generation like us when the children are out of the house and Mm -hmm. sometimes we are stuck at home and don't want to go out but we still want to meet other people And it's so easy to to sit home on your computer and, you know, like I said, you don't feel that energy. And if anybody's attended any of my events, you'll feel that warm energy you have in Mm -hmm. the room. We just did a fashion show um, a month, a couple of weeks ago, I guess now. And it was a small fashion show, but the the energy in the room was amazing. People felt the love that we had for each other. I had wonderful people giving us comments about you know how how they're so happy to be part of fabulous at 50 now and that's my whole goal with with fabulous at 50 yeah so you really want to help more women you know to follow their dreams you want to give them a positive energy for their lives like somebody that has their back find friends and support with other women that feel the same exactly Mm -hmm. and that's my whole thing it's Every event I host, you'll feel the warmth in, at my event. Now, if you don't mind, tell me a bit about where you grew up. Did you grow up in New Brunswick? Uh, no. I Actually, my hometown, uh, Christine, is Gaspé, Quebec. Hmm. But I've been in New Brunswick 30-plus years. So I grew up there, and I grew up with a mom that was very busy with 10 children. Hmm. And my dad was a fisherman. So I learned a lot from my dad. Because I used to go with him, you know, selling fish. And that's a story I tell because it's true to my heart. And, uh, Christine, I felt the love that Dad had for people. And when we go selling fish, if they didn't have money, it was okay. He treated each person with respect. And he, you know, gave them what they needed. So I watched him from a young age and realized, you know, that's how I want to treat people. Mm-hmm. I want to make them connections with people, but show from my heart. Everything I do comes from inside my heart. I truly love people. That is so wonderful, and I'm so happy you said that because that's where we are very much alike. We both love people, and Mm -hmm. we love helping people in the way that we feel most comfortable about. And I really love meeting people that feel the same and want to empower others, inspire others, and help them truly become their best selves and that is a wonderful goal yes now you also are involved with the canadian diabetes association which diabetes is obviously an epidemic that is uh, very uh, common nowadays how did you get involved with them oh my goodness well first of all 
about 12 years ago. I'm looking at my medal here. <laughs> I got my first medal in, uh, I went to Hawaii, mm. and I did my first marathon with Team Diabetes, I guess it was in 2005, and I've done another two other events since then, but I'm working on my next event for Team Diabetes, and for me, it was a way to get in shape, mm-hmm. and at the time, I was my kids were small and I was struggling with, you know, feeling down a lot. And so uh, living in a situation that wasn't ideal with alcoholism in the home. Mm. So I had to take care of myself. So I mm. decided that I was going to do a marathon and I looked online and found Team Diabetes. And my family members, my mom suffers from uh, diabetes for years, and she passed away two years ago. But now my three sisters and my brother has it. So it em- it empowers me to keep going with Team Diabetes and raise the much-needed funds for them. Now, that is an amazing goal. And uh, in the second half, we have to talk more about how you actually did it. So diabetes really runs in your family a lot, does it? It sure does. It mm-hmm. sure does. Mom's had it a long time ago, and uh, she's lost her eyesight from it. She oh had many, many complications from diabetes. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle that had amputation from it, and now, like I said, my three sisters has it, and I don't, so I try to keep fit by walking and running. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's it's to keep fit, but also be an example to other people that, you know what, get out and do something. Try not to get diabetes in the first place. Yeah. So for me, it's avoidance if I can. And I think if you already have diabetes, there's so much you can do to mitigate it and avoid all those terrible complications like blindness, amputation, yeah. kidney failure, strokes, heart attack. Nobody wants to get them, but really nobody thinks about it before they have it and have the opportunity to prevent it. It's great that you're doing something towards that goal. Yes. And right now I'm in fundraising mode, so I'm signed up. I was going to be doing, in August, I was going to be going to Iceland doing my marathon. Wow. But because of hosting all my other events with Fabulous at 50, I haven't had time to finish my fundraising goal. So I'm going to carry my, my what I have raised so far, I think it's over $1,000, to my next goal. So I'm going to be doing it in um Barbados in uh, 2019. So. Wow, Barbados. So, That's yeah, nice. it gives me time to fundraise, and uh, so you'll see me out and about doing barbecues this summer for Team D and different things. I had a, uh, at my fashion show, I at my events, I mm-hmm. tried to support Team Diabetes, so I did a silent auction, and the proceeds I sent to them. So I, I tried to incorporate some of my fundraising into my business also. Yeah, and that is wonderful because many people are affected by chronic illnesses like diabetes, heart disease, and more. Oh, yeah. But so few people actually do something about it. And uh, in the second half, you have to tell me a little bit more about what the Canadian Diabetes Association does all because I know it does not just the runs. There are many other things that it does. It supports studies, and there are many good things. And uh, I would like to learn a little bit more about that and how the freak, uh, did you start in your middle age running marathons? That would be really interesting to hear. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, for me, my first marathon was 
when I was in my 40s, actually, and I thought when I was going, I was going to be the oldest person there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, there was a lot of people older than me, so <laughs> I was good to go. Amazing. But I just I felt the need to get fit at that time to take care of myself, right? So I stopped, you know, going to my neighbors, doing the fundraising, sharing with them what you can do to take care of yourself, not only uh, um, doing the fundraising, but how it has affected me, like, you know, yep. getting out. Team Diabetes, is, is, and we're the National Activity Fundraising Program, mm-hmm. and we have raised over $34 million for the Canadian Diabetes Association since 2000. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. And this is a good way to close the first half of the show, and in this brings us to the end here on 97.5 CIOEFM Community Radio. Please tune in after the commercial break for more with Juanita Wilson and more about the Diabetes Association association and how you get how you're trained to get your first marathon done (laughs) okay i'll talk to you in a few minutes thank you Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Juanita Wilson about Fabulous at 50 and Diabetes Association and a very busy mom. Welcome back, Juanita. Thank you, Christine. And you just told me in the break a little bit how you always kept busy with your four kids, which is a achievement by itself. (laughs) It sure is. And uh, if you want to share a little bit how you got started running marathons, because that requires training, but you can't just go and run a marathon. You'll never finish. How, How did you go about it? Well, first of all, I signed up online on on, uh, the Team Diabetes website, and then I took the physical challenge and got the running room supports Team Diabetes, so you follow a training schedule. Mm -hmm. So I would start off walking so much each day and lead up to the marathon. So the marathon is 42K, Mm -hmm. which is 26 and a half miles, so that was no easy feat for me. But I did it. I walked the whole way. I didn't run at that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I walked, and it took me almost 10 hours, but I got finished. Good for you. And I was really proud of myself because it increased my energy and improved my health and just a feeling of accomplishment. Yes. Being part of a team. Like I said, Team Diabetes is all across Canada, and you can go check out their website, teamdiabetes.ca, I believe it is. And um, just type in Team Diabetes, mm. and you can see all the marathons that they host, and you can pick a, a city that you want to go to, and they'll tell you the amount that you need to raise, the funds that are oh, so okay. needed, and 
whatever fits their personal goals, yeah, and then fundraise for and train for the specific event. Now, your first marathon that you went for Team Diabetes, where was it? It was in Hawaii. In Hawaii. Oh, wow. It was wow. beautiful. So I had to raise, at that time, it was $6,000. Did that cover your travel expenses? Yes. Okay. Everything's been covered with the CDA. You mm -hmm. just raise that amount of money. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you go, it's like phenomenal, like I said, to just to be there and see everybody, you know, taking care of their health and going as a team we were so proud we had team pictures done they give you a wonderful meal to meet and greet when you first arrive there and like i said the feeling of my improved health as i mm -hmm. went like and and i mean the time leading to it always with that goal in mind that is a wonderful goal really when you think oh i can go to hawaii and do yep. something good at the same time Exactly. Yeah, that is that motivates you to get out every day, doesn't it? It did motivate me very much, Christine. Now, how long ago is that? That was in 2005, my first one. And uh, you were no young chick then. I won't ask how old, but you were you were past <laughs> your thirties. Okay. <laughs> and many people don't want to start exercising at that age because they feel oh i always i already have some arthritis oh i'm too tired oh i'm too lazy i am I, i'd rather sit home and watch tv <laughs> exactly so they, what got you started in the first place what got me started was like i said to beat and battle not to have depression and feel down living in a situation sometimes wasn't ideal with mm. raising my family and I, as I was saying alcoholism in the mm. family and uh, trying to beat the blues I guess mm. because at the end of the day I needed something for me it was just you know both the children and I needed something that I could benefit from mm. health wise That and, is also, and also mentally mm -hmm. to be prepared for raising my kids. And, and I mean, I we know now that uh, exercise is really the best prevention and sometimes therapy for depression and it also a great stress relief. For sure. It helped my stress. And then my son, I had a son at the time. He was able, he'd go walking with me, so it was time I had with him, and he'd walk and he trained with me, and so that was our special time with my son Tad at, the, at that time, and uh, he, he, you know, I led by example, I believe, now my kids see that, you know, you make a goal. Mm -hmm. I had many, many people saying, how will you ever do that, especially my husband at the time. How will you ever raise that much money? Why are you doing this? Always the negative that, that mm -hmm. I heard. I understand. But I said, I'm doing this for me, for my health, and for people that are living with diabetes. Mm -hmm. Some people already had amputations, can't do what I'm going to do. I'm mm -hmm. there to represent them. So it was a, a sense of uh, honor for people that supported me. Every time I went to a house and they gave me money for my uh, fundraising goal, I was like, When I went, I was thinking of these people that supported me. Mm. So I wasn't going to quit and, and let these people down. I, I had to be positive and say, you know, I'm going to do this. $6,000 sounds like a lot. So, you know, Christine, I just started in my neighborhood, mm -hmm. went from house to house to people I knew. Then I branched out from there and started having events, which 
started me off with, I love hosting events. Mm -hmm. So I started doing different events, a team diabetes um, raffle. People would donate things, I'd do a raffle, all sorts of things. I had a fashion show, donated all the money at that time to my team diabetes fundraising. So wow. there's ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You never think you can't. And e- and then two years ago, I did another uh, marathon in um, Cayman Islands. Oh, and wow. Then, yeah, so that was two years ago. And it was a hard, hard time for me, Christine, because my mom was really sick at the time. Mm-hmm. But she said, you need to go and do this. For me, I can't. I would love to be walking and Juan doing what you can do. Mm-hmm. So I went for her, but... Two weeks before I was to go, I did all my training. My money was all raised. I was ready to go, all excited. Two weeks before my trip to Cayman Islands, my mom sadly passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, and it had a bad, bad effect on me. Mm. And I thought, I can't do this. There's no way. How am I going to go? I feel so weak and tired. Mm. Just, you know, put my mom to rest. And and then I could hear her saying, Juan, you need to even go even more Mm -hmm. because you're doing this for me. So, you know, just the encouragement that I got from my mom, the strength that came from her Mm. all through throughout my life, really. Just make a goal and go for it. Never let people say you can't do it. I well, love that. I love you sharing that. It, it nearly brings me to tears. Thank you so much. You're it's welcome. so true. It is so true. Never let people tell you you can't do that. Right. I didn't think I'd ever get to, to Hawaii with no money and four kids. I never thought, how am I ever going to do this? But then you make the goal and you start taking those steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Day by day, day by day. And I, and I got there and I'm so proud of that. And you can be proud of that, and I commend you for that. And you did it for a good purpose, and that's even Mm -hmm. better when you feel not only did you achieve something for you personally, but you actually helped other people at the same time. Yes, that's that's the, the you know the one thing that I love about it, mm. you know, and and it's to be an inspiration to other people. Like, why didn't you? And now I have a friend in Moncton that she's joined up with Team Diabetes. She's going to be doing the next marathon with me in Barbados. My friend Cindy, that was at your show. At your, no, that's uh, wonderful, and I hope that maybe some of the listeners, maybe not for this marathon, but maybe they want to join up too and 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 start marathon. And it's certainly not just for people in the forties. Anybody no. can start, especially younger people should start instead of just playing on their computers all day. Exactly, <laughs> and they can they can choose international events, Christine, or mm-hmm. they can go on there and see Canadian events. We have it in uh, all over Canadian provinces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fredericton, Toronto, uh, Edmonton, we have many, many events for Team Diabetes you can attend. If you don't want to raise as much money or you, mm-hmm. you can't feel like you can, then you can pick a Canadian destination. And all the money raised still goes to mm. Team Diabetes, just on a smaller scale. Now we have so, a few minutes left Uh, Just explain in a few words, what does the Diabetes Association with its money? They uh, support programs to uh, summer camps for children that don't have the opportunity to go. They support summer Mm -hmm. funds and 
Um, Do they support studies to bring the science ahead with diabetes? Yeah, they support diabetes research mm -hmm. and the education of people need about diabetes. And they support all the different services and advocacy for team diabetes, mm. for diabetes. So we support many, many things through our fundraising. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for type 1 diabetes, that's the one that uses a needle, but it's also for type 2 diabetes that usually gets managed with diet and maybe pills and hopefully life, lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. It sure does. Mm. And that is so important. We see it nowadays already in children when they uh, get overweight, obese, and suddenly oh, they develop yeah. type 2 diabetes, which we have never seen before earlier. That's right. That's right. And it's, you know, the education people don't have about diabetes. Mm. So the money that we raise supports all the education, the programs that they come out with all the time. And, uh, you know to share with people what diabetes is about. And so I do that even when I'm out walking. I've talked to people about diabetes and how you can start exercising and try to lower your risk. Well, Juanita, that brings us to the end of today's show. You're truly an inspiration. Thank you so much for being on this show. You're welcome. And if anybody has any questions and wants to Uh, contact you or has any questions for me, please uh, send an email. My email here is christine at communityradio.ca or contact the Diabetes Association. Do you know their website by heart? Uh, no. Uh, the Canadian Diabetes Association, you can find it easily, and I'm sure yeah, there's an American Diabetes Association also. And your website, I believe, is fabulous at 50.com. Yes, www.fabulousat50.com. And if anybody wants to support you, just go on that website and you'll get in touch with Juanita. That would be wonderful. Well, thanks so much for being on this show. Oh, I'm, you're welcome, Christine. It was a pleasure to share a bit of what I do. <laughs> I'm sure it was just a bit. I, in a half an hour, we can't bring a total uh, person story out. I know yeah. that. Yeah. So thank you very much, and I hope I'll see you soon. Yes, me too. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. And I that's uh, the end of this show. But I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis, and his assistant, Hannah. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run, non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville. Thanks for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon and goodbye and have a great day.